0: Welcome to Astrolase, a podcast made to explore the universe and your place in it. Launching in 3, 2, 1. Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Astrolase. This is your host, Lacey Payton. Today is March 6, 2020. And I have to ask, how are you guys feeling? How are you doing? Are you okay? Just checking in because the last two weeks have been a little bit rough, a little bit draining. It's the fucking Mercury retrograde in Pisces, I'm telling you. And I'm not saying that Pisces is a bad sign whatsoever. It was just really hard for me, especially because my moon is in Pisces. And if you have any Pisces in your chart or signs that are ruled by Mercury, like Gemini or Virgo, you're going to be feeling this Mercury retrograde a little bit more than others. Because Mercury is the messenger of the gods. In Greek mythology, he's the one who delivers messages because he's really, really fast. And he delivers these messages from the spiritual realm to the earth realm and also from gods to gods but when i think about mercury i'm thinking about all these communications and messages being flown around in a plane and they're very happy when they're in an air sign but if you're trying to fly a plane underwater that's what mercury retrograde in pisces is to me it's like flying a plane underwater is hard to operate I also have this theory that with all that watery energy that we had, somehow someone just like pulled the plug and all this water just drained out of our systems and all that emotional energy that we had going on, it was just drained. So maybe that was because Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Pluto, all these other key players are in earth signs. Maybe that watery emotions are just being soaked into the earth and that's why we are feeling so drained. I don't know, but I know that I wasn't the only one feeling it. My favorite podcast host, Stephanie Powers from Lightworkers Lounge... She took a break last week um, from her podcast, which is the first time she did that in two years. And then another astrological YouTuber that I watched, she took a break and she hasn't done that in a few years. So I know that everyone was just kind of feeling like they needed to take a break, which is totally fine. That's good. Sometimes our bodies need to and maybe that's what this mercury retrograde was for and what's interesting about this energy too is that mercury retrograde is going to be ending on the 9th which is the same day that we have this super full moon in virgo and virgo is actually pisces shadow sign so that's what we were feeling a lot of energy during this mercury retrograde in pisces we were feeling the shadowy virgo energy so when we have this super full moon in virgo it's going to illuminate that energy even more the moon is going to be our shadow emotions and our shadow side of us anyway so so this Virgo energy, a lot of us, a lot of Virgos are known for being very detail oriented. They have very keen methodologies and they want things to be perfect. So we need to release this f- need to feel so perfect during this full moon time and just be happy with where we are and know that the universe has placed us exactly where we need to be right now. Another thing that super full moons are going to do for us or any full moon for that matter is it's going to illuminate things that are magnify things that we need to focus on and transform during this time or really release and it's going to come to us in our dreams. We're going to have a lot of dreams coming up during full moons. This is usually when if you are going to remember a dream, it'll be during this time. I am going to get into dreaming a lot more in this next podcast episode. I'm really excited to share with you guys about lucid dreaming and how you can find messages from your spirit guides through your dreams. But nonetheless, accept where you are in life. Be thankful for where you are in life This is going to be the perfect energy to carry on and to have before we enter into the new vernal equinox, which will be happening on March 19th. We enter the new astrological year. And when we enter into a new year astrologically, it's important to reflect back on all the signs that we went through throughout our year and appreciate all the transformation that we have gained through each of these signs. And if you're feeling like you haven't grown or you haven't transformed like you needed to, use that. That's your emotional radar going off saying, hey, this is where you could grow. This is where you could transform. And this is why you're feeling bad about this certain situation because you didn't get that growth this year. So set some intention for the next year. But most of all, be thankful for where you are right now. And having that gratitude is going to raise your vibration and it's going to draw vibrational matches into your life in the new coming year. Once we get to this new astrological year, we're going to be in Aries, we're going to be out of Mercury retrograde, we're going to be really driven to do whatever action needs to be taken to get where we need to be. Use this time to float in the watery signs, reflect on our current situation, and then in the future, in the next couple weeks, we can really start to take action. When we start this new astrological year, I want you guys to take action like you guys have never done it before. I want you to remove all restrictions that society has built in your subconscious mind and just go for whatever you desire. What makes your soul sing? If you could do whatever you wanted without money being an issue, without having any sort of restrictions or refraints, what would you do? Don't be stuck in a box. Maybe you created your own box, and you're the reason why you're not going forth with what your soul desires, because you think, "Oh, I just don't have enough time," or "There's already people who are doing that shit. Why would the world need another person doing that?" Maybe you feel like you're going to be judged by other people because it's not what they believe, or they are going to make fun of you for it. Whatever box that you feel like you are trapped inside of, you can remove it yourself. is that simple? The hardest part is telling yourself and giving yourself the motivation to get yourself out of that box. Do you even want to be out of it or are you just putting yourself in it because it's safe there? I was in my own box when prior to starting this podcast episode, I was thinking who would want to listen to this shit. There's so many podcasters out there, but you know, I have so much research and so much thoughts in my head that I thought... I'm just gonna put it out there people may or may not listen to it but that's okay do i have the time to do this shit no does it make me happy yes so here we are and hopefully it's making you guys happy too and inspiring you guys to go out and follow your own passions you'll know that you're passionate about it because the time is just gonna go by without you even realizing it that's how you know it's your passion And this gets me into the main core of today's episode which is to practice non-judgment for yourself and for everybody around you. If you feel like you can't follow a passion because you've never done it before or it's just so new to you and people are going to say that, hey that's not your thing, like stay in your lane. That is not okay. People need to experience as much as they can in this lifetime. I know for me if I has just stuck to one hobby in my life, I would never be doing this podcast, I would never have found what sparks my soul, and I would just be doing the same old shit that I was doing back in high school. High school Lacey was into rock music, she was a painter, and she liked being outdoors a lot, and a lot of core Lacey was still there, but if I had just stuck to those hobbies, I would never know anything about astrology, I would never know what sparks my soul interest, because honestly, painting, as I'm good at it, it doesn't spark my soul. The actual act of painting, I think, is so boring. I love the result and I love the images that I get afterwards and giving them paintings to people. But the actual part of mixing the paint and going through the process is very mundane and very boring to me. I almost have like no patience for it. And what kind of sparked this idea in my head was this tarot reading that I got done from the gem goddess and she said that basically my soul has been through so many lifetimes that in this life I have a lot of different hobbies and talents that just kind of came naturally to me and I couldn't resonate more with that my friends have always told me like oh Lisa you're just good at everything you do everything you try you just end up being really good at it Now, some people could either take this as a blessing or a curse because a lot of people would enjoy being really good at a lot of different things, but it does come off as show y to other people and I don't like appearing to be a show-off. So in having multiple talents, it actually feels like I need to hide that and keep that to myself, which is terrible. Like, why wouldn't I share my talents with the world? Why would I want to keep my interests trapped up in a box because people are going to say oh you were just into yoga last year oh well you were just doing rapping last year or oh well you were just doing nutrition and you were just really into this or that well bitch I am into a lot of different things okay I love working out I do exercise videos since I was in seventh grade and I got a yoga trapeze About a year and a half ago, I do aerial yoga. I do yoga on the ground as well. I was going to be a yoga teacher before I got in this head-on collision that prevented me from doing that. I do press handstands. I do paintings. I like astrology. I do tarot readings. I like meditating. I like stretching. But never would I ever be to anyone else like, hey, you can't do that because that is my thing. Yes, everyone has is entitled to feel unique and be 100% you in your own individual way, but we are all each other and we cannot discriminate each other just by taking territory of different things. For example, my best friend, and I will totally delete this part of the episode if she tells me to, she told me that, she was feeling bothered like jealous when people would start spiritual acts that she was doing like um or wearing the same hippie type clothes that she was wearing because she felt like they were taking part of her image part of her identity was being taken when she saw others do this but you cannot be bothered by this you should be inspired that people are being inspired by you especially in spiritual growth do you not want your neighbor to be growing spiritually. That's the whole purpose of being a light worker is to let the whole world shine, is to share spiritual growth and to be that light and that example for other people. So when you find someone taking a new spiritual route, do not judge them. Let them be. Let them do whatever their soul is telling them to do. Don't ever hold people to that past image that you have of them in your head. That is not right people need to grow and life is meant for growing so don't limit someone else's growth by passing judgment on to them in any way shape or form and my friend she was actually very receptive of this concept and she was very thankful that I had opened her eyes to this feeling that she was having because I said you need to let go of that jealousness because you are that person next to you they're reflecting something inside of you that you need fixing so when you have that angry feeling come up and boil up inside of you just because someone else is doing quote-unquote your thing they're there to let you know that that's what needs to be healed and we are all each other so once we let everyone be their true authentic self you will find it easier to be your true authentic self because you're not judging yourself, you're not judging others, you're not confined to a box, you're not putting other people in a box, you're just letting people be them. There are many, many different reasons why a person wouldn't find their true calling in their lifetime and many of it stems from being put in a box from the time of being a child your true interests you are told are not going to be good for you you're not going to make money doing that so you shove those down when really that's the path that you should have been going on and that you need to refine now that you're in your 20s or your 30s or even your 40s like you need to find that passion again and what the world told you wasn't gonna do you any good that was just confining you the environment that you grew up in could also have an effect on what you were allowed to do say people in your high school were really into raving okay and now you're just supposed to be a raver for the rest of your life no there is room for growth everywhere we turn you just have to allow yourself and you have to allow other people to grow that's the whole reason why we're here on this earth school is to have universal growth So if you're taking anything out of this podcast episode, just take this one thing. Practice non-judgment and love for everybody. And if you find that something is sparking up an emotion inside of you, dive in. Don't dive out. Figure out what it is inside of you that needs healing because that's what's causing that emotion to arise. I have to do this too, guys. I'm not like some angel who doesn't also experience these feelings, but because i have experienced these feelings i know what a lot of people are prone to go through for example i heard that someone else was into astrology and palmistry when i was pulling my friend's natal chart and i was like dude this is a person that you know that i don't like from high school like why would you even bring up that they are interested in the same thing that i'm interested in but why would i be mad that they're interested in the same thing that i am I should be happy that there's more spiritual souls out in the world. And that's kind of what I learned from that emotion being sparked up. And I want you guys to be able to take out of this message as well. Alright, I know this was a bit of a short episode, but like I said, the past two weeks have been very draining, and I'm in school full-time. I still have to do a full-on final before I can go on to my last course before I graduate, and that's going to be due Monday, and it's Friday, so I'm going to get started on that, but before I leave, I will do a tarot reading. Just a general reading for my listeners for what you can do to practice non-judgment or what is holding you back from practicing non-judgment towards others. I'm not going to do a pick a card one, two, or three because last week that did not turn out so well. I accidentally recorded number two on a totally different track and it didn't make it onto the episode, so I do apologize for all of you guys who picked number two last week. Um, But this is a general reading, so if you don't find that it resonates with you, it is probably because it isn't for you. But if it does resonate with you, make sure to like this episode and drop a comment. And without further ado, let's begin. Alright, so I pulled three cards to give us today's message. And the first one is the Two of Pentacles the word on this card is juggling so with the Pentacles describing our home our finances or security and the word juggling this to me is saying that we are juggling our desires and our passions with what we are finding security in so whether it's our work life or our home life we are not able to have a good balance between our desires and that life so because we're not, we're doing this juggling act of doing our desires and doing work to be secure, we're really jealous of other people who are doing your desire. You kind of feel like that's your thing. Why, why do they get to do it if I'm over here doing this juggling act? And this card is also green, which makes me feel like there's an issue in the heart that needs to be released. There's a lot of stored up built up emotion that's just stuck in the heart that needs to get out of there to really practice non-judgment towards everybody and even yourself now this next card is the ace of cups which usually is a good card and it's showing that you have a lot of peaceful energy flowing out of you and it's coming from the spiritual realm but this card is reversed in this reading and because it's reversed, it's kind of telling me that you have a lot of emotions that are just being stuck inside of you. So they're gathering up this pool of unhappiness and just letting letting these negative energies just fester up inside of you. So maybe that is what is blocking your heart chakra and why you're not able to juggle your or find balance between your work life and your desires um, the third card is also a two like our first card It's the two of swords so we have a cup card a pentacles card and a swords card so our emotions our physical um, abundance and our psychological and our ideas those are what's keeping us from practicing non-judgment and unconditional love towards everybody that we see now the two of swords it has a woman blindfolded and she's holding these two swords so the blindfold is saying that she's ignoring her intuition there's also a little crescent moon on this card which signifies intuition and there's a lot of um, water behind her so these ideas that she has in her mind she's actually ignoring her inner emotions she's just the water is behind her in this picture. So she's sitting in front of her emotions and she's totally ignoring her intuition when she needs to just remove the blindfold and she would be able to see how to love and i th- i love how this girl is also wearing a green dress so i definitely feel like there's a blockage in your heart chakra currently that you need to release so maybe do some heart sh- heart opening meditations after you listen to this podcast and set the intention just to practice non-judgment with yourself with those around you and find what positive things will flow into your life and then you won't have to have this juggling act between work and your talents and your desires because with the twos you're going to be able to find balance after you release this blockage in your heart chakra you're going to be able to practice non-judgment after you find this balance between work and your desires or whatever physical thing and your desires you're going to have balance between that when you clear your heart chakra and let the energy flow all right and that wraps up today's episode of AstroLace. i hope you guys join me next week when we talk about lucid dreams and dreaming i'm so excited all right and i'm gonna let you guys jam out to my outro song because i did hear a lot of you guys do enjoy it so have a beautiful rest of your day